Talking CMU baseball with Mav skipper Chris Hanks on the team. And with us right now is coach of the eighth ranked Cover Mesa Mavericks baseball team, Chris Hanks. Chris, good morning. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. How are you, Jim? Doing fine. So, uh, Mavericks getting ready to get things going. Uh, you're out in Florida where uh, you take on Florida Southern College and then a rematch with uh, your friends that you made from last year, uh, Rollins College, and they made uh, the trip out to Grand Junction to play over at uh, the Diamond of the Bergman uh, Sports Complex. So a couple of really good Florida schools, uh, Florida Southern, and then, as I mentioned, 15th-ranked Rollins College uh, on your schedule the next couple of days. Yeah, we have a we have a tough and challenging opening for sure. You know, uh, there, Rollins and uh, Florida Southern are, were preseason voted number two and three in their conference, only behind Tampa. So uh, we're going to have our hands full. We're going to find out what we're made of real early. Well, you open up with Florida Southern today, and uh, they already are off to a good start. Uh, they picked up a, a win against 11th-ranked University of West Florida. Uh, they won 6-2, to two, but then lost the, the final two games, 14-10 to 10 and 2 to nothing. But uh, they've already had a chance to, to dive right in with uh, a nationally-ranked team in West Florida. Yeah, both both schools have opened already. Uh, this will be our opener, so you know they could be a little bit ahead of us, uh, but we're gonna, you know, go down there and uh, play our best ball. Now, as far as you know, going out to Florida, uh, you normally it's you guys go out to the West Coast, play some of the California schools like Point Loma and some of those out there. A little bit of a twist this year, going out to uh, the East Coast to, to open up against the Florida schools. Uh, I mean, just for take us kind of through the decision to do that. Obviously, Rollins College coming out here, uh, you wanted to return the favor. That was part of the, the contract. But but just kind of take us through the decision to go out to uh, to the East Coast and not the West Coast this year. Well, you know, it all centers around, truthfully, uh, going dating back to last year, not being able to find games in the West. Uh you know, the Lone Star Conference is completely contained from the standpoint of uh, 48 of their 50 games are conference games. So they're really not even much of an option to play non-conference for anybody in our league. Uh, you know, then we, you know, as you mentioned, we like going to California, uh, but you run into the same thing. you got to find people with open weekends and then people that want to play. We had... Uh, uh, Cal State LA and us had the same open weekend. We we tried to get them on the schedule. They they didn't want to play, and so you know we had set uh, we had uh, set the two year deal with Rollins, and then you know we were sitting at forty nine games. So we thought let's go uh, a day early and let's Florida Southern uh, had an opening, and if we're going to make that trip and go that distance, let's get four ball games in and round out our fifty game schedule. And you do have a couple games out in California against Azusa Pacific uh, later on in February, so you do have a, a trip out to California as part of that. And, of course, you had Azusa Pacific here last year. So uh, as we mentioned uh, with uh, with the mocks of Florida Southern, they've already played three games. Uh, give us a little bit of a scouting report of what you've uh, seen in regard to maybe watching some video of those games, uh, those, those three uh, uh, first games of the season for the mocks. Well, they're big and physical. They've uh, got a bunch of power arms. Uh, they have a. They really uh, went heavily into the transfer portal. They have a, a bunch of transfers. Some kids from University of Houston, Maryland. Uh, you know, we we understand they're big and physical, and they uh, they really swing it. Uh, but maybe they tend to strike out a lot too. So we'll we'll see it firsthand tomorrow uh, tomorrow night. But uh, you know, they're going to be good. 
uh, everybody in that conference, you know, the Sunshine Conference with Tampa, Rollins, Florida Southern, uh, in that group, uh, they're traditionally the strongest uh, conference in the country a uh, year in and year out. Bryce Safferwich for them has already uh, picked up six hits of those first three games. Uh, he's uh, a guy that was at James Madison. He was an all-conference player at uh, James Madison previously. So uh, Safferwich uh, off to a good start right now for that uh, that Florida Southern team. Yeah, all those clubs down there, uh, you know, as we look at rosters, they all they're all utilizing the transfer portal. And, you know, of course, I think probably a lot of those kids were originally from Florida and for whatever reason got in the transfer portal at their Division One school and chose to transfer either closer to home or, you know, at the end of the day, Florida's not a bad place to, to go play if you're a baseball kid. Yeah, I should mention with Saffer, which was an all-conference player at Florida Southern, did was a uh, academic honor roll selection when he was at James Madison prior to uh, transferring to play at Florida Southern. We're talking with Chris Hanks, uh, the skipper of the Colorado Mesa Mavericks baseball team, uh, eighth ranked on the season. And uh, Chris, to just kind of highlight on 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 you know on your pitching staff and also uh, uh, from what you have at the plate this year, Liam Hohenstein had such a great year last year. Um, you know, was a NCBWA preseason all-region selection, uh, unanimous choice, uh, was on every single ballot, had a phenomenal freshman season, 9-1 and record, 3.06 ERA in the 64-2 and thirds innings that he pitched. Liam was just incredible for you last year. What have you seen, and, and, and when you talk with Jeff Rogers about his development, what have you seen in progression for Liam from freshman campaign to now this year? Well, I think he's just matured like a lot of kids. You know, he's refined things. I think he's going to be better. He just won't be as unknown. Uh, You know, sometimes being an unknown can help a kid. You know, he's not going to surprise anybody this year, so he'll have to be on his game. But uh, we're going to roll him out tomorrow night against Florida Southern. How does the rest of your pitching staff look outside of Liam as far as your starters this year? Well, you know, we got some depth. We think we have six or seven uh, kids that could start. Uh, game two, we're going to go Cole Seward, and uh, game three, Kyle Miller, and then Jacob Rhodes in the fourth slot. And, uh, and then we have some new additions that, that will come out of the bullpen but may get starts here over the next few weeks. Chris Hanks, coach of the Car Mesa Mavericks baseball team, eighth-ranked team in Division Two baseball, uh, joining us today. And then, uh, another player to, to certainly keep an eye on. He had such a great year last year. Uh, now in his senior campaign, Rob Sherrar, uh, preseason all-region selection. Uh, led the Mavericks with a three with a four thirty-seven batting average, eleven doubles. He had three triples, eleven home runs, fifty-five runs driven in, and a guy that just you know for a while kind of got caught up in the logjam of really talented players, uh, Chris, and finally got that opportunity last year to to be a a, a regular and everyday player for you, and really a Took uh, took to that opportunity last season. He sure did, you know. And he'll be—he's a team leader this year. He'll be our leadoff guy. But he's like a lot of kids in our program's history, you know, along the lines of the Austin Kaisers and, and and such that you know waited their turn. They didn't play immediately, and and they're a good lesson to kids, good young kids we have in our program right now that we we feel are going to be super talented and that will play a little this year, but they may not play a lot. So. Uh, you know, the best thing about Rob is he's our hardest worker and he's a great leader. And of course, you lose some talented guys to, to graduation. Conrad Villaforte, uh, who's going to be playing here in Grand Junction with the Jackalopes coming up this summer. 
Um, obviously, um, you know, you, you lose uh, Julian Boyd as well. It had such a sensational uh, couple of years with the Mavericks. So that's where guys like Stevenson Reynolds, a former Palisade Bulldog, who had some good numbers last year, you hope uh, to see him build on what he did last season. Yeah, you sure do. Right now he's nursing a hamate bone injury, so he's not with us on this first trip. But uh, Braden Wingett will take over at first base. And, uh, you know, and we have guys that were waiting their turn last year. Uh, you know, they were playing backups to Julian and, and to Stevenson. And uh, it, very similar to last year, we had a new group of kids taking over from McGeary and Bramwell and Farmer and, and different things. So, uh, you know, now it's some other kids' turns, and all they need to do is step up. Chris Hanks, coach of the 8th-ranked Cutter Mesa Mavericks baseball team with us today on uh, Mav Day on the Jim Davis Show on the Team Sports Network. Uh, just kind of take us through how you know what that infield is going to look like for you, Chris, in, in Game 1 uh, coming up tomorrow, and also what, what your outfield is going to look like as well for uh, for that first game of the season. Well, um, hold on one second here. We're getting off the bus here in Montrose to the airport. i got to find a place to talk. Um <laughs> Yeah, we're we're in transit here. Um, you know, we uh, we're going to have to. You asked me about who, what our defense looks like. Is that correct? Yeah. What, what's your defense look like this year, Chris? You mentioned you know that Braden Wingett's going to be filling in for uh, uh, yeah. you know, at first base, but what is the, what's the rest of your lineup look like for tomorrow's game? Well, we'll roll out John Gonzalez. He'll be a mainstay, I think, at second base. Uh, we have a few candidates that could be our shortstop with the departure of Harrison. But we have some good ones. Uh, you know, Kennedy Hara may be there, although we may start him off at third base. We have a new kid, Josh Romans, who was uh, with the Weatherford, Texas team here at the Junior College Tournament. That's where we saw him last year at uh, JUCO, and we got him. Uh, I have a feeling we're going to start him at short and Kennedy at third. And, uh, and uh, Paul Schoenfeld left, Sherrar in center, and uh, maybe a true freshman, uh, Ethan Nunez. In right, it could be Brent Renteria, who was a backup last year as well. But Ethan Nunez is a true freshman out of Southern California, and uh, there's a chance that, uh, I mean, as a freshman, you may see him in our three-hole, four-hole, which will be the first time we've had a young kid like that in the three- or four-hole since Bly Madris. He reminds us a lot of Bly. He's on, I think, the same development path. Yeah, not a bad guy. To uh, to model yourself yeah. after having that skill set uh, like Bly Madris, no doubt about that. Uh, Chris, I know you got to get on uh, get on the plane. Everything. Do want to quickly mention the leadoff weekend presented by the Courtyard yeah. by Marriott. Uh, that's coming up next week, uh, February fifteenth. Will be our first broadcast. Uh, we can take on Montana State Billings, and people can get tickets for the leadoff dinner. Uh, that's that night on the fifteenth. Yep, they just need to go to supporting CMU. Uh, Dot com. They can contact the athletic department or send the baseball office an email myself uh, or the college foundation, and uh, uh, we can get you hooked up. It'll be a fun night, uh, always uh, entertaining, and it's a, we just have a good time. All right.